To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Hi guys, it's uh, your old buddy Jesse here again, and um, today I've got some really cool stories and pointers for you. I'm excited to share. Um, first of all, I want to talk about uh, how to be media agnostic and why it's important versus having a secular religion about your business. Uh, before I get into that, if you're a real estate agent or broker and you're looking for leads, go to getleadsfirst.com. Get leads first because, hey, got to get leads first before... Any sales process is going to do you a lick of good and because you need to get sales first before your competitors get to them. You can also go to StoddardAgency.com if you are not a real estate broker. All right, so moving on. Uh, I had a, um, this idea of media agnostic. So here's the point. A lot of business owners have what I call a secular religion. Actually, I didn't invent that. It's from Dan Kennedy, uh, Master of Marketing in the GKIC now called No BS. Fantastic program. Check it out. Buy all of his stuff. Um, I'm not taking any credit for that. So what uh, businesses do is they become they have secular religions. They they believe certain things without any factual data to back it up, because it's what everyone else in their industry is doing, and so they have these very strong convictions, and they believe things about advertising and marketing and how things work and how you present yourself that aren't actually based on any evidence whatsoever. And the being media agnostic is the opposite of that. And the reason why I say that is because typically a part of those secular business religions is about their belief about certain media, uh, a belief about uh, online advertising, offline advertising, uh, the yellow pages of Valpac coupon, postcards, mailers, uh, Google AdWords, Facebook videos, whatever. And they just have a certain belief that they got from somewhere, someone else in their industry or just because they this is the way we do things here. And now they have a religion about what works or what doesn't. They believe this is the way it is. This is the only thing that works. And uh, being media agnostic means to not have this emotional attachment to any of them and basing all our decisions on facts, science of advertising, scientific advertising. So what we can get to produce a result, how do we change it, how do we test it, how do we enhance it and optimize it in order to get the result that we want. That's what matters. Not... Does Facebook work? Does Google work? Does uh, Yellow Pages work? So I've got a story. I had a call earlier today. Really love it. Friend of mine, Brian, used to be a coworker. A cool guy. Opened up, started his own business. Uh, he's had his year anniversary today. Happy anniversary to you guys. Your your business anniversary. Uh, air conditioning and heating. So cool. Ronk Brothers. Check them out. Cool guys. And um, anyway... He called me, which is really hilarious and fun. Uh, I don't, he's not a client of mine. Uh, doesn't work with me or anything, but really good question. He had a fantastic question. I thought I'd bring it up to you guys and share it with you. Um, the question was, uh, should I do yellow pages? And I'm not going to get any, any details here, you know, because I'm not sure if he would even want me to talk about it. But uh, I'm just going to tell you what I would tell anybody. So if you're wondering, should I do a certain advertising uh, medium? platform? Well, the answer is it depends. And nobody loves that. It's the least sexy answer in the world. And it's the answer that doesn't make me any money, you know, because if I'm trying to sell that, it'd be the worst thing I could possibly say, right? Um, uh, but that's the truth. 
because it, it depends on a number of factors that are individual to you. First of all, if you've already done it, has it made you any money? If you've already done it, has it made you any money? Okay, if it has, then we're gonna look at that and go, okay, well, how much did you spend? How much did you make? If you spent a dollar and made a dollar ten, then it's a good investment. If you spent a dollar and got two, it's a great investment. Now you could say, and he had a great question, which was, well, geez, yeah, but what if I if I spend a dollar, I get a dollar ten? The ads were working for him, by the way. I could instead spend it over here and get two. Now that's not a bad idea to test, but why would you ruin your diversification? Number one, you could be diversified, right? But number two, there's a huge value to having omnipresence, doing multi-channel, multimedia marketing, because you look like you're everywhere to your ideal target market, right? So if you can get a return, the answer, the, the, the question isn't, you know, whether I should keep doing it. The question is just how much should you keep doing? Do you expand it or do you put some more elsewhere, right? So uh, my answer to him was keep doing it. But it doesn't mean that you need to spend more money on it. Just keep doing it because it works. And then if you've got extra cash, then go invest in, in addition, use some of those profits to invest in a new channel to experiment with until you get that going. It's like plate spinning, right? You can't get a second plate spinning if you don't have the first one going. You gotta get the first one going, then you can work on the next one and the next one. Uh, it's also like diversification in investing. It's just like investing. All business is, is a multiplication of capital. It's to grow the capital. So if you invest a few dollars and you get a few dollars back, you, may, you, you got a decent investment. So in, uh, you talk to any wealth advisor and almost all of them preach uh, diversification, having multiple streams of income, your money in multiple buckets to diversify and to mitigate some of the risk. Okay, uh, It's also like uh, the um, dollar cost averaging process. You invest a little bit, you don't know when, and over time, you don't know when it's going to be high, when it's going to be low, but overall time, over time it averages out and you get your return. Well, marketing is very similar. So all we're doing in business is we're trying to get a return on capital. We're trying to multiply our capital. And the difference between advertising and, and uh, traditional investing is that, you know, you're amazing if you get a 10% return. You know, if you got 50%, you're like the best investor on the planet. You know, you're beating Warren Buffett, right? But in advertising, we do it every day. You put in a dollar, you get back two. In fact, it's the best kind of investment is the investment in your own business. So think about these concepts of diversification, uh, and having multiple buckets with your advertising, but also think of the added benefit of the omnipresence, and the, which is being everywhere. So again, going back to that story, you could pull it all out of the yellow pages and put it all in Google AdWords, but there's no guarantee that that increase of budget is going to get him uh, more leads necessarily. It might break the ad. You never know. There's a lot of testing that needs to be done. Or there's sort of a tipping point where there's only so much inventory. There's only so many people searching there at one time, right? So you got that limitation. And the other thing is, is, you know, sometimes uh, you, the fact that the people may come in on Google, but they also saw you somewhere else. They saw your truck. They saw your banner. They saw your TV commercial. They heard your radio ad, and they just happened to go to Google. So Google always gets the credit for all the traffic, but it doesn't mean that's actually what, where it came from. You know, it's attributed to there because it's a last-click attribution, but the first point of contact could have been the yellow pages. You never know. And there's always an older demographic who still prefer it and use it. So if you have an if you're looking for an older demographic in any of your in any of your business endeavor, then why would you cut out that demographic who is using the yellow pages? So again, it may not be for everybody, but I'm I like to be a little contrarian, like a contrarian investor when it comes to this because I think there's a mass exodus out of what, you know, that those those traditional media that the you know the the legacy media if you will. 
But that could mean that there's a discount because if they're hurting, then they could offer lower rates. So that might be an opportunity for you as a savvy entrepreneur and business owner, right? Or independent sales professional. It doesn't mean that you rely on it, but it does mean that you could use it for diversification. And heck, if you spend a dollar and get back two, why not keep doing it? All right, guys, I'll, uh, I'll be back soon with another story. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Don't forget, if you're in real estate, go to getleadsfirst.com and uh, we can get you leads and show you exactly for free how we're getting leads. So you could just copy us if you like. There's nothing to even opt in for. And if you're not in real estate, if you're in another business, go to uh, stoddardagency.com and I'll be able to help you that way as well. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit getleadsfirst.com.